You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Megan Dillon and Beck Benyon. We're two millennial women in the corporate world juggling wellness and a fast-paced lifestyle. On this podcast, we're breaking down wellness into digestible episodes that fit into your weekly routine. We're on this journey with you, learning from wellness and lifestyle experts in their fields. From our lighthearted banter, what's the appropriate amount of time to go between shaving our legs? To getting deep about everyday struggles like hormones, societal norms, and gut health, we're your podcast besties. Disclaimer, no late night text needed to detox and chill. Back after what feels like a long time. Literally forever. Has it been three weeks? Since we recorded? Yeah. Yeah. Four weeks. Four I was gonna say it's been like almost a month. Yeah. So as you know, we took a little break um while I went to Europe and while we did holiday family stuff. And we released last week's episode, Natalie, who Mm -hmm. was amazing. I hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Um and now we're in week two of January. Yeah. Week two the so first crazy. full week mm-hmm. back to work, which last week was a struggle because mm-hmm. on my first day back, um, this was a traumatizing <laughs> experience. I can laugh about it now, but it was truly It really traumatizing. was. She texted me and she was like, <laughs> I also texted you a video I because I was like, listen to this. Okay. So I... <laughs> mid-morning i'm at my cube i've drank my coffee this was on the second yeah it was either the first or i think it was their first day back so the second of january so the second Mm -hmm. of january that wednesday um i have to pee really bad normal thing right (laughs) so i go to the bathroom the world's smallest bathroom i think i've mentioned Mm -hmm. that before it's the stalls are like (laughs) peanut size it's awful it's like you're sitting on top of someone when you go to the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) side red anyways so i pee i flush the toilet it has a little button Mm -hmm. and (laughs) the toilet continues to flush for at least five minutes while I stand there in panic. <laughs> like, why aren't you stopping? It's just why swirling around. Like, was I the toilet paper, like, you could still see it? No. Oh, it like was it just water. Down. It was like the raging rapids around the outside <laughs> of the toilet. I was like, oh my God, like, what's happening? And I was like, okay, I can sneak out of here. There's no one else in the bathroom right now. I'll just sneak out. I'll tell mm-hmm. the office manager. We'll keep this on the DL. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to walk out and someone immediately like walks in, <laughs> sees that I'm the only one who's exiting the bathroom. And they were like, oh, my God, Mike's like, having a tough time. We need, to, we need to tell Michael, have you told the office manager? I don't want it to overflow. And I was like, Excuse me. Listen, <laughs> I know what this looks like, but it's not what happened. <laughs> so I had to send an email to our lovely office manager, Michael, with the subject line women's restroom toilet issue and at that point i was like i'm just done for the week so this continued at first i felt like this is my fault but it continued to happen Mm -hmm. all week to various individuals that's that's good to know so everyone kind of i think Mm -hmm. recognized Mm -hmm. that there was a greater problem but but if I like walked in after you, I would definitely think 100%. that you hundred percent. So like, what do you have for breakfast today? <laughs> and like I'm still relatively new, so I didn't want to become like 
the toilet <laughs> overflower, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> so there was like quite a period of panic, but yeah. Well, I'm glad it's fixed. It's now. not. It's oh, out it's, of it's order. It's <laughs> <laughs> this huge sign oh, on it that's no. like building management oh, out of order. <laughs> that's rough. It must be a serious problem. It's tough. Man, mm-hmm. that's a rough week back. Yeah. But speaking of toilets and. <laughs> Having your pants down. (laughs) So. Seamless transition. A lot of people have asked me, and by a lot, I mean like four. (laughs) They've asked me how the spa was that I went to, and well, that John and I went to in Germany. And so I am finally voicing my experience of the German spa. So it was called Schwabenquellen. That is the Love correct that. pronunciation. <laughs> and so basically it was this utopia of spas. So picture this. So <laughs> you walk in and so it's completely nude. Like I mentioned before, <laughs> the guy at the front desk who gave us like our robes and towels, he's like, just so you know, for Americans, like we always tell them that it's fully naked, but like we're all born this way. So don't worry about <laughs> it. We're like, all right. Okay. <laughs> Gives you a little pep talk. So like in my mind, I'm thinking that we're going to walk in and like everyone's going to be butt naked. Like, yeah. You know, just you're preparing out. for the yeah, worst. I was preparing. I'm like, all right, it's going to be fine. Like, just don't look down. Don't look down. <laughs> just see all the yeah. Yeah. So we walk in and to my surprise, like most people were wearing their robes when walking around and there were a few like older men that were like, whatever. <laughs> I don't course. care. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> so that was a little shocking. Um, so everyone pretty much wore robes walking around, which was good. Um, but then when you go into the actual sauna, so there's like nine or 10 saunas, there's like nine or 10 like steam rooms, there's swimming pools, there's like these jacuzzi tubs that aren't your normal jacuzzi tubs. They weren't like hot tubs like they weren't overly, you know, like when you get in a hot tub, it's like, Ooh, that's hot. Yeah. Um, they were warm, but they weren't American hot tubs. Um, and so there's like salt water pools and like each one is themed. So there was like a, a salt grotto. There's like the, the African spa. Oh uh, my Sauna. there's and then there's places to rest in between so like they're like these so, it's Im- so demanding <laughs> so demanding and so we were there like from 11 a.m until 11 p.m like what? all day long <laughs> because you so you go into a sauna for like 15 minutes then you come out you're like you get cold yeah you, you know do hot cold hot cold you like take a nap like we took a nap on like this beautiful like water bed for like 45 oh, minutes my God. and then there's a restaurant in there so you can eat like eat lunch or eat dinner um and yeah it was amazing and so i and i think there's like a americans are weird like we yeah. think that you know like nobody else has a body like yeah. there's like we can't possibly walk around yeah. naked together yeah. like that's it's always gonna be sexual yeah, yeah. um but like that's not how it was at all everyone was just so chill like everyone played by the rules <laughs> um and yeah it was incredible and it it was also very like at first when i took off my robe and i was like naked in front yeah. of other people i was like all right this is weird like i don't like yeah. you know like you kind of like shrink yeah. into yeah. yourself yeah. and like kind of like Crouch. try and yeah like you you're not like 
proud and like right. confident. Right. Um, <laughs> you but, just rip off your robe. <laughs> right. Like here I am. <laughs> just like calm down. Um, no, but I I felt myself as the day went on mm-hmm. feeling just more confident I'm like yeah everybody does have the same body like we're all That's born this way like amazing it's not anything to be ashamed of like n- people nobody looks great naked like yeah let's be honest. yeah like, unless you know, you're a victoria's secret right, angel like, you know we all have like our flaws cellulite whatever wrinkles like and it's not a big deal it's just being human oh yeah. john just pointed to himself he's perfect <laughs> um <laughs> um but yeah it was a really really cool experience and i wasn't expecting it to be like a self-reflection yeah. type experience yeah. but it was that's amazing so yeah it was good i saw i mean i will I saw way too many penises that yeah. day. Like, yeah. Let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. Right. <laughs> too, too much. Too many. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it was fine. It was really cool. So I would That's highly amazing. recommend if you go to Europe doing some kind of European spa. Can you say it again? The name? Schwabenquellen. Schwabenquellen. It's in Stuttgart, Germany. So if you're there, definitely go. So cool. Mm-hmm. I can get behind 12 hours. Yeah. It was so spa. relaxing and you have to drink a ton of water because yeah. you're like, you know, flushing Sweating through your system. My favorite was the salt grotto because like you could like exfoliate your skin. Ooh. You get like a cup of salt when you walk in and then you're just like rubbing it your skin like with it. It was fabulous. And like halfway through the trip too. So it was nice to just be able to decompress yeah. and relax and it was two days after we had been sledding and you know just like really really yeah. cold so it was yeah. nice to be like warm and cozy and yeah the dream very nice adding it to the list yes so that's part of the trip i'm sure i'll talk about the trip more yeah. hopefully you guys don't get sick of it but i can't begin to talk about it all at once yeah <laughs> we'll we'll break it up into, yes. into digestible nuggets yes um but today's podcast guest is amazing is incredible so elise kyra she's the owner of sweat fix which is a water rower um group fitness class um so think of like your soul cycle your flywheel but instead of spin bikes it's water rowers yeah yeah and i we've both taken some classes and what i love and what she touched on before we even mentioned it is it just feels so inclusive there Mm -hmm. like i've been to certain spin studios in particular where i just don't feel comfortable like i don't know what to do no one helps you you're kind of like left Mm -hmm. there floundering um and like you should never get nervous to take no. a workout class, but Mm-mm. with some of them I do. Mm-hmm. Sweat fix is never like that. It's just mm-hmm. so inclusive. There's a great community, and um, like she touches on, there's such a wide range of ages that are mm-hmm. part of the class. So yeah, it's awesome. Um, and Elisa's story is just incredible. She used to be a public accountant and then started her own business within six weeks or four weeks, actually. Um, and she gives some great advice on starting a business um, and just having the right attitude. And then um, you guys know that we love to talk about failure because we think it's a huge um, thing in everybody's life. Everybody goes through it. And so we really appreciate Elise opening up um, about some of the struggles that she's had in this past year. Um, it really, it, it was really cool. It was very touching to hear mm-hmm. her story. So, yes. um, we hope you enjoy it. Yes. She's truly the authentic, mm-hmm. genuine, um, person you think she is mm-hmm. from following, following along on her Instagram. Yeah. So we know you'll love it. 
follow her at um, all of her social medias, which we'll mention, and then follow follow along with us at Detox and Chill Podcast on our website. Um, and join the secret Facebook group. Mm-hmm. We want to see you guys there. It's like picking up. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's such a supportive community. Mm-hmm. So we want to see you there. Yeah. And we're um, celebrating a really exciting milestone for Meg and I this week so thank you all so much for your love your support your constant just like being there being our best friends um this was something that we had a goal to hit and we hit it so it's amazing yeah um and also we want to mention that there will be a discount code for sweat fix so if you're in the Boston area please check that out on our Instagram and on our website if you're interested in trying out sweat fix mm-hmm We love you guys Mm -hmm. and talk to you soon. Hi, everyone. Um, We're so excited for today's podcast. We have Elise Kyra, the owner of Sweatfix. She's basically just a boss ass babe. Mm -hmm. Um, She's in our apartment with us. Well, our apartment. (laughs) Now it's Meg and my apartment. Announcement. We officially (laughs) live together now. Dawn has moved out (laughs) with Dan. Um, she's in the, the detox and chill podcast lounge. Yeah. Um, and so we're so excited to have her and hear her story. It's absolutely incredible. Um, and she's definitely, um, a person who has, um, risen above adversity. She was just telling a story about how, um, she moved into their newest location, which we'll talk about later. And it was a roller coaster of a story. We did mm. not know how it was going to end. Um, <laughs> so yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having so me. I'm excited. so excited to be here guys. Yeah. So let's just start from the beginning. Where are you from? How did you get to where you are now? Awesome. Yeah. So my name is Elise and I grew up in Wakefield. I was always that like tomboy, super competitive, crazy kid. Um, Basketball is always my passion, so I ended up luckily getting a scholarship to play basketball at Bentley University. So I played basketball there my sophomore year. I ended up blowing out my ACL. Mm, So I redshirted, and I was bummed, and I rehabbed. I was ready to kill it, and then I came back my senior year and blew out the other one. So then by my grad year, I know it was like the worst I feel bad for everyone. Whenever I see somebody together, I tell them, like, no. That's, like, a common thing. Yeah. You hear about that all the time. All the time. Basketball. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, the worst. So my grad year, I was pretty much, I was still playing, but I was just, like, gimping around. I was, Mm -hmm. like, just ready to be out of there. Um, I ended up awesomely getting my master's in accounting, and they paid for it. So that was awesome. So. Even though I blew up with ACLs, at least I got free education right. from Bentley, which is an awesome school. So I, I love Bentley. Um, and then I went into the wonderful world of public accounting. Um, I feel ya. Yeah. <laughs> so that summer, I took all four parts of the CPA, passed them, jumped right into KPMG, and spent about four years there grinding it out, working the long hours. Were you an audit too? I was an audit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So my last client was Planet Fitness. We took them public. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I think I'm ready to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I ended up going to Vistaprint, took an accounting role, um, but it was not as crazy. It was mm-hmm. definitely more my lead back, more my scene. Um, but then throughout this whole accounting process, I was always into fitness. I was always trying to find that next like little niche or something I could do to like quit my job. I know ne- I knew accounting wasn't it for me. Um, so I would hold boot camps and train friends. I got certified in spin. 
I did the 200 hour yoga training. So I was wow. doing, yeah, I was That's doing a lot. Yeah. I was doing everything and I would do it like around public accounting. Yeah, so how did you make, because I know that the hours are yeah. literally insane. So how did you fit that in? It was like, I would get up at five and go work out. Or if I could train people, it would have to be at like five, five thirty. Um, the yoga training, it was like every Sunday for like four to five hours in this church basement. And then every <laughs> Tuesday night for like six months, I had to leave work a little bit early, meaning like six. Right. So that was like early. Yeah. And then go there for like two hours at night. And it took six months, um, but it was awesome. Mm -hmm. At the time, I needed something to like put my energy into. And yoga was something I found and I loved it. Mm -hmm. And it's like so opposite to my crazy yeah. psycho lifting personality. Or like even basketball. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah when you said yoga, it. that surprised me just because from talking to you, you're so like energetic and excited. Not yeah. that yogis aren't energetic, but you know, it's like a different, oh, yeah, like, totally peaceful mentality. Yeah. 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 I don't know. For some reason, I like just maybe it was a torn ACLs and I needed to stretch more or it was the craziness of public accounting, but something about yoga was like what I needed at that time. Mm -hmm. And I actually ended up never really like teaching at a yoga studio. I ended up teaching. I would go to like Bentley and teach their like the hockey team and the basketball team mm. during preseason. Oh, cool. I would do stuff like that, but I never actually worked for a studio. It was just mm. something that I did for me, the yoga That's training. So cool. um, and then fast forward, um, I was teaching a couple of boot camps in this studio in Wakefield because this woman was doing personal training mm -hmm. and she never used the space in the morning. And I was like, I would get up at five. So I'm like, let me use the space. Like, why aren't you going to hold classes? She's like, I'm not getting up that. I'm like, I will pick <laughs> me. Like, let me try this. And she's like, sure, go ahead. So I think the first one was called like tone and sculpt or something. I made nice. up some name, <laughs> threw it on like the Wakefield community page and on Facebook and we filled it. So we filled, wow. I think it was like 15 people, which it wasn't a ton. It was a smaller space but for that early. Yeah. And nobody really knew who I was. Right. I just was yeah. starting out. Um, and then eventually that started to like go away and work started to pick up. And then one day I got a call from that same, that same woman saying, I'm leaving the, the training studio. I'm just not doing it anymore and for whatever personal reason. She's like, do you want the space? You can have it in six weeks. And I was like, <laughs> six hmm. weeks to brand yourself and get your name out there. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so I thought about it for like a week and I was like, what should I do? I looked at my job. Like I was always like waiting to do something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And finally, I was just like, screw it. I'm doing it. And so by that time, I had four weeks. I remember walking in, signing the lease. I had to go tell my job I was leaving, and they yeah. all thought it was psycho. Right. They're like, you know, you can always come back. There'll be a job for you. <laughs> and like, if some of them they're are like, listening, they, they yeah. know that if they're listening, they're like, yep, we did say that. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they probably still get our sweat fix emails, too, because I signed them all up. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so I remember signing it. It was like not, I thought it was going to be this awesome moment, but really it was like I signed it. I went and got sushi and like wine, and I was like, what did I just do? Yeah. Like I just signed a lease with no idea what I'm actually going to do. Yeah. No trainers, no like literally nothing, no investors. And I had to do it all in four weeks. So while I was at public accounting, I'm kind of crazy. So I always was thinking if I ever opened a studio, what would I do? Mm -hmm. So I would call studios across the country that I saw on Instagram and that I thought were awesome. And most of them thought I was crazy and wouldn't respond. And then some of them <laughs> were like, this crazy yeah, lady. yeah, who is this crazy, like 23 year old girl that thinks she's going to open a studio that's working in public accounting? Like not going to respond to her. Um, but some of them did. And so I would talk to them just about like, what did you like, what worked for you guys? Like what is important? Just random questions and 
hoping one day that I would actually do it. Mm -hmm. And so I would like map out, like if I open a schedule, a, a studio, this would be my schedule. This would be like our branding. This would be the vibe. And then it was game time. When I signed that, I was like, holy shit, I <laughs> might as well figure this out. So I always thought it was going to be a spin in yoga studio. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I signed the lease, something changed. And I was like, I need to do something completely different. Yeah. Something mm -hmm. that nobody's seen before, and I love strength. So lifting is always, like, my biggest thing. Mm -hmm. I loved mm -hmm. yoga, so we implemented a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted something that was, like, so different but could be competitive but that everyone can do. Mm -hmm. So my favorite fitness studios were the ones that, like, everyone was included. It wasn't, like, a you can't spin with us mm -hmm. type vibe. Mm -hmm. It was, like, you can walk in and everyone, the person next to you feels badass. You feel badass. And mm -hmm. everyone's like vibing and just, like, yeah. the energy is awesome. Those are the studios I remembered, and those are the studios I thought did well. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if I ever get the chance, that's what it's going to be like. And I remember being on a water rower and being, like, so humbled. Like, in my early <laughs> 20s, like, 21 thing, and I was, like, so awesome and, like, mm -hmm. so fit. And then doing that and, like, throwing up. Yeah. It was so hard. And it's I was so like, hard. It's so <laughs> hard. It's so hard. You're humbled immediately. And I was like, oh, that's what we should do. And I just... We just slowly like built it up. So it started mm -hmm. like with the row fix, which you took the other day. Mm -hmm. And we built the studio. We built the sculpt, the grit, everything else kind of fell around it. Mm -hmm. um, but literally the sculpt workout, which is like our signature muscle, which we bring to like night shift. And we have a lot of instructors at which other studios. Which is so cool, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love awesome. night shift. Yeah, it's, we're doing our two year there and we can't wait. So exciting. The only thing I like more than like working out, well, probably the same is beer mm -hmm. and like so i love beer so one day i'll get sponsored by somebody i think yes. come on <laughs> night shift if you're listening yeah. <laughs> um yeah so oh and then the funny part about this whole story is everyone's like sweat fix that's such a great name like everyone thinks that i had like a branding company mm -hmm. sweat fix was going to be a blog so when oh, i was wow. when i was at vista print i was like just like you guys you're probably like you're, you're trying to find something that you're like passionate about that you can mm -hmm. like I use it as an outlet, so for me, it was going to be a blog. Thank God it wasn't, because I'm an awful writer, and nobody would have read the blog. Like, not one person. Not, like, my mom might have, maybe. Like, the first post. Maybe. Yeah. So, Sweat Fix was, like, going to be how I got my fix, and, like, the fitness community, the studios I went to, the podcasts I listened to, like, everything, like, how I got my fitness fix. And the only reason it has two X's is because mm -hmm. Sweat Fix with one X is like some weird deodorant thing. And they already have the, yeah, they already have the website. Amazing. Yeah. So when I, when I saw the two X's, I was like, this kind of looks cool. It yeah, cool. it does. I, I like can get it. behind this. Yeah, yeah. Visually, it's very appealing. Yeah. 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 Well, so, tell us about those four weeks. Yeah. yeah. So, so like once you signed it, you had your sushi and wine. Yeah. A couple then. wines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then I went down to Water Rower. We drove down there. We got one rower, and I remember day one I could get into the studio. We brought the rower in, and I hired um, Nick Koski. He's, he's a good friend of mine now. He's been he does a ton of our photo shoots. And I was like, Nick, we need to make it look like we've been here and we know what we're doing right. and like everything's. Yeah. <laughs> so we got like a white screen, and I got went down there. We put together one rower rower because they weren't going to be coming in until a week before our opening. Oh wow! Um, oh yeah. My God. So yeah. <laughs> My dad's like, why did you pick this date? I'm like, just go with it. We already announced <laughs> it. It's happening. <laughs> just don't worry about it. Don't ask questions. Um, so when Nick came, we got the raw rower. We started, did a shoot with like me, my boyfriend at the time, one girl that I was at another fitness studio with that said she'd train for me. Great. Wow. She'd never been on a rower, but sure, we'll, I'll train awesome. you. Like, we'll do it. And we did a photo shoot. And then the next day, 
I posted. And if you look on our Swetfix, our very first post, it's like me and like behind my back and like a water row on a yoga mat. And we're like, Swetfix is coming to town. And then the rest was once that happened, like we blocked the windows of the studio. We put like mm-hmm. Swetfix is coming. We wanted to make it look like soul cycle was coming. Right. Yeah. Like this, like, is, yeah. this yeah. is like the Huge. next thing. Um, even though I still had no idea what the actual workouts were going to be. <laughs> I knew we were going to use a strength, uh, we're going to use strength, we're going to use a water, but I had no actual like framework of how it was going to go. And then I just sat in that studio. So we renovated it ourselves. So with me, my friends, my family, we painted it. We said, I was probably sat in there for like 16 to 18 hours a day. When I was waiting between stuff, I would sit next to a space heater because the heat wasn't working. And I would just do everything on my computer from the insurance to the trademark to which trademarking is not fun. No, it doesn't sound fun. It is not fun and it is expensive. So If you're thinking if you I have know, a logo, like, like oh. that is something, just hire somebody and just <laughs> give them a check and just walk away because <laughs> that's what's going to end up happening anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything from the website, which a lot of my friends thought it was crazy. I made my website on Excel. Like I mapped it out on Excel. I was such an accounting geek I know, at that I'm time. like, that sounds like me. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. Like I was like, this is how it's going to look. And I literally sent it to the person who's going to make my blog. And I was like, this is exactly how I want it to look. Three, two, one, go. And she actually did a great job, uh-huh. especially since I sent it to her on Excel. Yeah. How um, like, how do you even design I don't a website even know. on Excel? That's how, like, my brain works. I just, like, mapped out everything. Um, so, literally, I just sat there and, like, mind, body, and all this stuff. I actually Googled, like, how to open a fitness studio. Like, there's not anything out there for it. So, like, there's just so many little pieces that... Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm laughing because that's exactly what we did. We were like Google how to start a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always, step one. Yeah, you, I always say I'm gonna make like an ebook and all these right. like secrets that like they're not that big of a secret, but you just don't know until you yeah. do it. You it's have like, no idea. You've never been through it. So like, mind, body, and fitness insurance, and paying instructors, and yeah. the accounting, and just literally everything. Mm-hmm. Like I just sat there in front of a space heater, and just did it all day, and then. Like, we'd come in, we'd paint, and then people would leave, and I'd just sit there and type away. Um, all my instructors were found based on the Instagram post. So, wow. fun mm-hmm. fact, even now, like, all our instructors are completely random. It wasn't, like, any friends. It wasn't, like, mm-hmm. friends of friends. It was always, like, completely random, not no-name people, but people that, like, we wouldn't, like, look up on, like, Boston Fitness mm-hmm. Instagram. Right. They aren't, like, huge names. It was all, like, just genuine people that I when they came that. in... Mm-hmm. I was looking for somebody that I would want to like get a beer with mm-hmm. and that I thought like our type of clients would relate to. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. that. Yeah. And I felt like that was probably like in my whole journey, the, the people that I've picked have probably been the best thing I've done. Mm-hmm. And Swapfix hands down other than quitting my job and actually opening it. Like, <laughs> right. The people. Yeah. And our retention rate has been amazing. We lost one girl the very first week. And then after yeah. that, we've only lost one, and we have now 34 people on our team. Wow. Oh, my God. So, That's yeah. incredible. In two That's years. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and to your point, I mean, when I look at, like, Soul Cycle instructors, Flywheel, mm. like, you know, all of those instructors, I'm like, you are, like, a perfect, like, goddess. Yeah. Like, your body is... Oh, like, yeah. It's hard to relate to. It's really hard yeah. to relate. And, like, this is what they've been doing, like, their whole careers, like, immediately, like, went into, like, fitness instructing. And, like, you don't really hear these, like, one-off stories, like, your story where you were in accounting and then moved into this. So it's, like, hard to relate to those people. But with Sweat Fix, it's like, oh, these are just yeah. 
people like me and you know they're trying their best as well so that's really really cool yeah and it's like huge and we have like a training manual which we didn't those first weeks we didn't even have that for the first year (laughs) it was kind of like in my head in michelle's head who's one of my master instructors um but now like one of our first lines we have like our four like core things as what fix and under crew it's like we are egoless like we are humble Mm -hmm. like that is like the main thing we look for in people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that they don't have an ego because it just, it starts at the top and it kind of sprinkles down to your whole community. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's Mm -hmm. something that's so huge for us. And I feel like why we have such a like strong, close-knit family type community is because of that whole, like nobody's better than anybody. Like Mm -hmm. this isn't like a, you can't spin with us type studio. Mm -hmm. And it like, as soon as you walk in, you feel it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, And I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like so like precious to us that like that is the most important thing. And Mm -hmm. that's hundred percent my instructors. They set the tone and, I love them for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really rare. Cause mm-hmm. like to your point, I've been, I won't name names, but I've mm-hmm. definitely felt that like you can't spin with us as I totally. walk in. I'm like, I've done this once. I don't know how to clip in like mm-hmm. help. And people are just walking by mm-hmm. as if like, Oh, sucks to be you. You know right. what I mean? Oh, so yeah, like, totally. it just feels good. I think in a sweat fix class. Cause like it's all together. Mm-hmm. It's not like each person mm-hmm. for themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We call everyone like our crew and we're getting stronger together. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. Like our workouts are freaking tough. I'm They're not going to so lie. <laughs> they are very tough, but at the same time we've had, we have like the most vast ranges. We just had like an American Ninja Warrior in our class, Megan Martin. Oh, wow. And then we have like a 75 year old wow. woman and they'll be in the same class. Right. And that's like the beauty of the water rower mm-hmm. is yeah. that it's low impact. So good for my knees because I can't jump. For sure. Um, but you can like push so hard no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you could be just starting or you could be an American Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. and you will be dead. I, oh, yeah. I promise yeah. you, if you try hard, you will be dead. And that's like that kind of magic, that sweet spot that we found. Right. Um, and we love it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun watching people yeah. like walk out and feel so freaking like badass when mm-hmm. they leave because you're rowing next to the whole like gamut of people. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. You walk out and you're like, hell yes. Like, look what I just did. I set a PR, like a personal mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. I picked up heavier dumbbells today. Like that's that's what it's all about. It's mm-hmm. not about like taking the best Instagram photo. It's about like <laughs> right. leaving and you're getting stronger. Mm-hmm. You're getting yeah. better. You're building confidence. You're feeling like a boss. Like mm-hmm. that's our thing is we want people to walk out and feel like a boss. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're capturing that. And like our clients pass that down to new clients that walk mm-hmm. in. It's so cool to see. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely, I like walked in and I was like, I, I can do this class, no problem. Yeah. And, that, and I was like, I can't, I can't <laughs> like talk. I cannot. <laughs> Seriously, it was so good. But like you said, like yeah. I felt like a complete boss after. It was so cool. Um, so I think it's just so ingenious that you thought to use water rowers. Like that to me is like amazing. Um, so Apart from that and that differentiator, how else do you differentiate yourself from other studio owners? Like, how do you make a name for yourself outside of Sweatfix? So with Sweatfix aside, just mm-hmm. Elise, mm-hmm. Um, I think the way that I, I think, first of all, I am very open and very authentic and I am crazy and I'm definitely out there and people know that. But I think people like also like respect that I am like, so like, I'll swear, I'll be pissed, I'll be excited. Mm-hmm. I am like who I am. And mm-hmm. I think you either love me or you hate me. And I feel like I've kind of found my lane. And now like I do have my Instagram, um, Elise Skyer Fitness, which I post on all ton. It's a lot of fitness. It's a lot of beer. It's a lot of like, literally it's <laughs> everything. 
um, we're in Gold's gym right now, uh, Salty, and the, one of the Gold's owners was like, do you only post yourself working out or drinking? I'm like, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> pretty much. Those are my loves of my life. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, I am who I am. not going to pretend to be anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I love to do is I love to connect with people. So I have a very hard rule, and this is at the beginning, that if anybody ever sends me an email, I'm going to respond. If anybody ever wants to meet for coffee, I am meeting them for coffee. Mm-hmm. So I was in the middle. I just opened Southie, and somebody emailed me, and they wanted to meet, and it was like my one day to knock it up at 4.30. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope, I'm doing I got up. We met at the coffee shop at 5 before they got to go to work. Wow. And you just never know who you're going to meet, and mm-hmm. that person ended up being just so freaking awesome, so much knowledge that it was like the best conversation. We were like, the time flew by, and... We were like, all right, so when are we meeting again? Like, and you just never know. Mm -hmm. So like my favorite thing is like, and as I was talking to you guys before we started is like, so when you making the jump, Mm -hmm. like I love, I've, I've consulted with a couple of people with fitness studios that reached out, like, how do you do it? But then like people, like I had a client the other day who wanted to meet for coffee and she's in, she's a hairstylist and she's thinking about, do I want to open my own salon? So she asked to meet with me and we just sat there for like two hours. We got coffee and we just went over like if you do what is it going to look like and Mm -hmm. basically like just seeing the fire in people Mm -hmm. and seeing them light up like that is the fun part like creating something I always love creating so like the newest sweat fix or like what your new passion is so Mm -hmm. that's like my side piece the side hustle is just helping people right even like there's no money in it's just like watching somebody grow and be able to create um Mm -hmm. is like my favorite thing so that's so if you ever want to meet dm me Email me. Good to know. I'm like all of our listeners are gonna <laughs> right. be like, hello. <laughs> if you ever need a pep talk, go to the pep least. talk. <laughs> I might swear a lot, but we're gonna get somewhere. So I feel like these past. So has it been two years since you opened? It's gonna be two years this Sunday. So we're having our two year party at night shift this so Sunday. Exciting. That's crazy. Yeah. And at two years is nothing. And you have three studios. I'm sure there's more things in the works. So like looking back on these two years what do you think your biggest takeaway is hmm, that's a great question i would say i'm like there is like a lot of takeaways but i think i touched on a couple of my team is definitely when people are like what is like the most important thing i would say it's surrounding yourself with awesome people when i look back there's so many things that would have never happened if i didn't have like such egoless humble like just hardworking, gritty people surrounding me that I have a ton of weaknesses and their strengths just like block them and nobody can mm. see them because my team's so awesome mm-hmm. so my main thing would be find an awesome team and the other thing would be for people is like just start mm, so I yeah. look back and I'm like thank god I just like started because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people like wait for that moment to, yeah, like that red carpet moment. it's yeah. never gonna come guys <laughs> no yeah. like it never is <laughs> But you just need to start. And I tell people this all the time. They're like, well, I want to make the jump. I'm like, start now. Mm-hmm. Maybe like if you're a fitness person, maybe that's you go to every fitness class. You reach out to owners. You start making your business plan. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. So that like when that opportunity comes, that text comes, that guy comes up to you at the gym and asks like, right. you're ready because mm-hmm. oh, I'm like, start now. So looking back, everything that's happened, it was about me like starting now. So as soon mm-hmm. as Wakefield opened, I was like setting myself up. I was like thinking to the next one. So mm-hmm. When we walked by that studio in Arlington, like when we were getting coffee, I was like, we were ready to do it. Wow. It's because I started. So mm-hmm. I would say just being there, being ready mm-hmm. and getting ready to start is huge. Yeah. 
Well, like you said, while you were still an accountant, you were, you know, mapping out what if, you know, I did this and what would it look like? So I think that's a huge part of it as well. And I think when you're truly passionate about something, you are like, you know, making those steps to yeah, totally. get like it started. It doesn't feel like you're doing work after right. work. It feels like you're like expanding. Yeah, it's know? like yeah. fun and enjoyable. And yeah, like you said, expanding. And yeah, it's incredible. Um, so one thing we love to talk about, because I don't think it's talked about enough on, you know, the beautiful social media and Instagrams, everything is picture perfect and butterflies and rainbows. And, you know, no one ever has like a bad thing to say. Um, but what's been your biggest failure? Because I'm sure, along the way there's been something that's like man Mm -hmm. like why am I doing this yeah so my biggest failure and this is going to get kind of deep I would say is definitely in the last probably six months being too much on my phone being too much like Mm -hmm. stressed out by the little things stressed out um by the hustle and bustle the success Mm -hmm. like looking at other people's posts or looking at other companies that I kind of lost where I was um my mother actually just recently passed away um, in August from pancreatic cancer. It happened practically overnight, it felt like. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I felt like I still wasn't even like in it. Even when she like got sick, I was like so just stressed out with everything. Then like I was like a whirlwind that that is like my biggest failure that I wish that there was like, I look back at pictures of moments she came to classes when we were at like the green and I like felt like I didn't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we were always like looking for the next thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't like in that moment with her, with my team, with anybody, like, whoever was there. I was always like, all right, great. Like now let's, what are we going to do next? Like mm-hmm. what? We were yeah. so excited. We felt like I was almost too cocky, too confident. Mm-hmm. I was taking things for granted that this, um, when she actually passed away, it was like, it was like, oh my God, like, what did I just do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I felt like I failed her. I felt like I failed in the last year that I could have been, like, we found out and it was like weeks. It wasn't like a year, but Mm -hmm. I feel like I failed in that sense that I was just taking things, time, everything for granted. Mm -hmm. I was way too cocky. You Mm -hmm. shouldn't be cocky with your time or I guess anything in reality, like in Mm -hmm. really. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a hard way to learn that lesson. And I'm so, so sorry that you had to go through that. Um, but so important. And I think that's so key to, you know, being able to find your true self. Like you said earlier, you are exactly who you are. What you put out is, Mm -hmm. you know, what you get. Um, and I'm sure going through that with your mom and realizing that you need to be more present has helped you find who you are as well. Um, so thank you for sharing that. That's huge. She was like, imagine. yeah, it was, she was like sweat fix, like number one fan. I remember when I walked in, I and, remember seeing pictures of her yeah. in class. Mm-hmm. She was like amazing. So she got pancreatic cancer over five years ago and survived it. So whenever wow. I told people that my mom had pancreatic cancer, they'd be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, she's alive. And she's mm-hmm. like next to you in class right now. Like right. she's like badass. She like dropped all this weight and was killing it. And when I went in that night to tell my dad that I was quitting my comfortable accounting job that mm-hmm. my school <laughs> I went to school for, he was like, what are you doing? My mom's like, when are we starting? Aww. Like she was like so excited. She had never worked out a day in her life mm-hmm. until sweat fix open. Wow. And then she was the first one to a hundred classes. She was wow. on oh every event. She was sweat fix. So like it's like when when I wasn't there, she was there. Even though she wasn't like an instructor, it was just like she was like a fixture in that studio and energy that like everyone, you just knew when she was there. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone loved her. She was like the most just energetic, upbeat, like warm person, mm-hmm. selfless. When you talk about somebody that's selfless, like so 
selfless. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is definitely obviously missed by me, but by thousands of people in that yeah, Wakefield community, community, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Wasn't there also like a fundraising? I remember seeing so many people come out for that. Yeah. Which so, was like incredible. That just like is a testament yeah. to the community. Yeah. So we do monthly classes called Karma Fixes where we give back to the community. Our instructor donates their time. And then we raised money. And so that month we did a 10K fundraiser for pancreatic cancer. It was actually on her birthday um, in September, on September 1st. And, like, so many people came out. We Mm. raised over $3,000 in, like, 45 minutes. It was, like, insane. It was definitely the biggest um, Karma Fix class we've ever had. And just, like, it, it was crazy. People made shirts. It was, like, nothing you've ever seen. The energy... It was like something that I just wish she could have seen. Like mm-hmm. when I look back, like these are the things I wish I could have given to her. Yeah. While we still had time. Cause I don't think she realized how mm-hmm. like loved and how much she inspired people by just being who she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was so cool to see that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That truly is amazing. So what are you doing now to stay present and to enjoy those moments and just take a day to day instead of just always, you know, looking towards what's next? Yeah, so I'm definitely trying to appreciate things more and just not stress about the little things. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to get so stressed out about just any little thing in the studio. Everything just seemed like such a big deal. Mm -hmm. And now I just kind of, my team can probably attest, I just kind of just let it go, like, just breathe. There's Mm -hmm. so many bigger problems than Mm -hmm. the trash not being taken out. It's kind of like, at least we're going to live if the studio... It's going to be okay. Like, stuff like that. I'd be like, who didn't take the trash out? Like... (laughs) Like, just stuff like that that doesn't matter. Um, I'm also trying to, like, on my drives now and stuff, I don't really listen to music anymore. I Mm -hmm. more listen to podcasts. I listen to, like, I want to hear people connecting. I'm more Mm -hmm. into that than I used to always just listen to all the gym beats. And now Mm -hmm. I can't remember the last time I put the radio on. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. always listening to, like, you guys' podcasts or other people just trying to get inspired. Mm -hmm. Mm Because at the end of the day, it's about connecting. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to put a focus on more. So when I go to dinner... I try to put my phone down. Mm-hmm. It's so hard sometimes because so you're hard. like, it's is so this? Hard. What if the studio is burning down? <laughs> right. Then you know I probably wouldn't have saved it anyway. So <laughs> that's so true. Well, yeah. I'm gonna put the phone down. Yeah. Stuff like that. I'm. It's definitely my biggest area where I still need to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I'm trying. Yes. It's really interesting. <laughs> I feel like podcasts are becoming more and more popular, and part of me wonders if it's because like people in general are less connected do you know what i mean yeah. so it's like you have that outlet to feel like you're mm-hmm. connecting you're with that. people or like their ideas different ways of thinking mm-hmm. i don't know but i definitely am with you like even at dinner i'll be like ah, and then you yep. know what I, and it's just like it's so hard so i know i have like intention when i have like see like the notifications i have like a thing where i need I to know. just like mm-hmm. read it and clear it and yeah. like i need mm-hmm. to learn to just let it go right yeah like have you ever seen that meme my husband is this way but it'll be like twenty five thousand six hundred unread emails and it literally gives oh my me god. Oh, mine's like anxiety too and i'm yeah. like i have to know <laughs> that's oh my god you are we're like the same person it drives me crazy i'm like just one second let me just read it and just make sure and like, oh my god it's probably like spam anyways but i know uh. I'm um, the same way. So mm-hmm. you seem super, super confident, and I really respect that. But I feel like self-doubt must have come in at some point over these two years. How did you push through that? Like, what do you tell yourself? How do you keep moving forward? Yeah, so at the very beginning, people always like, were you scared? I feel like there was so much going on at the beginning that I didn't even have time to, like, mm-hmm. doubt. It was like, 
it was all my money. It was my reputation online. It was like everything. So I was like, I'm just going to fucking make this work. Like mm -hmm. no matter what, I will stay up all hours and I will teach every class to make this work. And then once you, then once it started working, I feel like that's when the self doubt mm -hmm. came in. Mm -hmm. Cause then like I set this expectation so high at the beginning. Cause it did really well at the beginning that I was like, I set the standard high and now shit, I need to like live up to this yeah. every day. So there was definitely moments where when you're a studio owner and people can attest to this who are, you're always checking the numbers. You're always mm -hmm. checking the revenue. Cause at the end of the day, it's a business. So you're connecting with people. You're helping people. At the end of the day, you need to make money or right. you're going it's to your end up back in public accounting. <laughs> um, and no one wants that. And nobody <laughs> wants that. Um, so yeah, there has definitely been doubts, uh, times where I doubted it. And I'm like, is this, was this just a fad? Like, was I crazy? And people just thought rowing was cool for a second when the numbers might not be as good, like in the summer. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm working 80 hours a week. I'm teaching 20 classes. Like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Like just grinding, like if people even care, but then when you see like the events that we have or like the thing for my mom, or like we do common fixes all the time and just seeing like somebody tag you in a post being like, I feel so badass today. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, this is why we do it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is why we're pushing through. And it's always temporary. Just like you guys know, there's days when you're like, why mm -hmm. are we doing this podcast? It's just like, <laughs> yeah. you just feel yeah. like there's not like, an, like yeah, you don't, but it's then a grind. Yeah, yeah. It's a total grind. But then you remember why you're doing it. And like your passion, well, if you're passionate about it, it's always going to carry you through. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I have had those moments of doubt, but then I quickly, I'm like, no, the reason I'm doing this is because we are creating a community mm -hmm. where every single freaking person come in and feel like a boss when they leave mm -hmm. and it's catching and like, it's going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. And eventually there's going to be sweat fixes everywhere. That's the oh, dream. For sure. Yeah. Um, and that everyone can go to. So not just the people that can like run on a treadmill or be on beat and spin. Like mm -hmm. this is something that everyone can do. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so that's the dream. But Everyone, whoever tells you that ever been, they never had self doubt, they are lying. Yeah, yeah they are lying sure. <laughs> because it is so up and down. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I would recommend to people to like go in with a partner because mm -hmm. I think it's better, which I don't have, but I have mm -hmm. an awesome team that I vent to. Um, I think it's good to be in it with somebody mm -hmm. to like be in the trenches for those days that you're like, why mm -hmm. am I doing yeah. this? Totally. We couldn't, I yeah. couldn't do we, this no. ever. Yeah. They'll no. like pull you out and you're like, no, I got your back. Like mm -hmm. we're going to do this. So if you're thinking about it, I would, I would definitely recommend to have it. Cause then you just have that support that mm -hmm. will always be there. Cause they're, they're invested in it with you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, so I'm super curious and just, this is an offhand question, but have you seen a rise since January 1st, like New Year's resolutions? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the classes, I'm like, woo, this <laughs> is like, great. Yes, I love 2019. In the summer, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then and then come like January 1st, like, yeah, baby. <laughs> but no, people are definitely, um, it's just like that New Year's resolution definitely is like the kickstart for so many people. Mm -hmm. Um we still have people that come year round and mm -hmm. people that have been with us forever. For sure. There's definitely that wave of yeah. new people that are looking to switch it up and mm -hmm. do you we have, definitely see it. Yeah. Do you have a, like a strategy to keep those people like a certain like marketing strategy or anything like that? Our like loyal clients. Mm -hmm. So another thing that when I said, if I ever open a studio, like I am so competitive. I loved like the studios that did like challenges, like oh, punch cards, that. bingo, like our studio. Mm -hmm. It's like almost every other month. I feel like we do a challenge mm -hmm. and because they love it. 
but I love it. Yeah. Like I, wa- I love like watching them compete with each right. other. It's like the best part <laughs> the of my best. day. Like, You're like making a bracket yeah. under your desk. They right. call me like a big pot stirrer. Like I just love to like le- drop challenges and be like, all right, let's see who wins. And, <laughs> and I feel like that's kept them so engaged mm-hmm. and it actually built a bond between everyone that they, they have FOMO if they leave yeah. and the members, <laughs> they know, like we have one person who's like, I think I'm just going to try something else. And I posted that thing about the thousand meters today and she mm-hmm. messaged me. She's like, I want to come in and try it. I'm like, thought you were trying something right. else. <laughs> yeah. So like we just, I don't know, we find a way to just keep them engaged yeah. by doing stuff that we would like. Mm-hmm. Our whole studio is based on like what I would want in a studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's not for everyone, but mm-hmm. our loyal clients, they love it. They mm-hmm. love the challenge. They love the social media aspect of it that we always bring to the table. So yeah, it's kind of a fun good challenge. I'm so competitive. So competitive. I, have to win. I know. My I like God. to play it off that I'm not competitive. And I know. Then I'm like, it's on. I know. <laughs> I'm doing a challenge right now. That's like an eight week. And then you like win a trip to Thailand. If you win the oh challenge. My God. And I'm like, I am winning. Yeah. This. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't give away trips to Thailand, <laughs> but maybe like a Lululemon pair of leggings. <laughs> to talk a new idea. Yeah. All right. Next up, challenge you're going to thailand (laughs) um amazing i love that um so what do you do in your spare time do you have spare time yeah like what is a day can we talk about a day in the life yeah yeah that would be fascinating yeah so every day is kind of different but it's not as glamorous as most people think they're Mm -hmm. like you're just like you have like this best life you just work out all the time like no, not really. <laughs> I work out a lot, but it's not as glamorous as people think. Mm-hmm. Um, so every day I get up at four fifteen. On the weekends, usually six. But every day, like late, late. Slacker. I feel like so lazy. I'm so pissed when I get up. Go to bed. <laughs> so I go to bed at like nine thirty. Mm-hmm. I'm so cool. No, that's amazing. Four fifteen. I'd probably yeah. be in bed at like seven. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, I don't really do fun stuff at night. So yeah, four fifteen. It goes. The alarm clock goes off. And usually I get to the studios by like five. Um, and then I teach most days, almost every day I'll teach one of the early morning classes. So usually I'll teach in the morning. So like today I did the 5.30, 6.30, I did 7.30 training, and then I did a nine. Wow. So then at 10 o'clock, I was like, oh, I can breathe. So mm-hmm. breathing means I'm usually going to go to the gym. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. So then I went and I worked out and then I'll usually grab lunch or while I'm grabbing lunch, I'm usually on my computer or on my phone, like mm-hmm. responding to emails. It's always like a constant social media or emails. Like you guys, like just like, it's mm-hmm. such a big time suck social mm-hmm. media, it really but it's is. like, it's so necessary at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always doing that. And then usually during the day in that time before night classes, I am like sitting at a coffee shop with Michelle and Carly, like my master instructors mm-hmm. right now, my managers, or I'm meeting with people. I'm like mm-hmm. building connections. Like I'm never just, I feel too lazy if I'm just like sitting there watching mm-hmm. the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. I did that like for five minutes when I was waiting to leave today and I was like, this is the best. <laughs> it was like literally five minutes, but no. So I usually am, I'm always trying to think of the next thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like our constant like team strategy is like getting ahead. Mm-hmm. And so when we finally finish something, we're like already working on the next thing. And that's, mm-hmm. I feel like one of our edges in this industry sure. is we're never complacent and my team probably thinks I'm crazy at times and they're like can we just stop for a second like calm it down (laughs) but I'm like no we need to figure out our challenges in four months so we can have it locked in and (laughs) so we're always doing that type of thing whether Mm -hmm. it be like karma fixes or events Mm -hmm. or like new workouts or just literally anything Mm -hmm. um we're always 
grinding. So I'll sit there and like all the we say the magic happens at like the Starbucks. We just sit there and like, <laughs> like Sweatbix was built at like a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. We just sat there and like grinding away. Um, and then at that time, usually rowers are breaking. So mm-hmm. I'm like a rower mechanic. Oh, wow. Um, so at five o'clock this morning, I was fixing <laughs> rowers. Um, and then night classes start. We have classes that start in studios are at like four thirty, some five thirty, six thirty. And so I usually will go, I'll be teaching or I'll go take and just go like show mm-hmm. up and like watch different instructors. Mm-hmm. They probably hate that. I just will like pop in. I'm like, check Surprise. in. That's probably so important though, just so to make sure important. it's all consistent. Yeah. Like we want to be able to go into any sweat fix class and get like an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like our big thing is that no matter who you go to, everyone's super different. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want 20 Elises. Like mm-hmm. that would be so lame <laughs> and people would get so sick of me. And anyways. people connect with different people yeah. too. Yeah. And so we want like different instructors, but then at the same time we want them at a certain level and mm-hmm. we want like a certain product. Um, and so we're very big on like feedback. So mm-hmm. our team is like, anybody can come in and give feedback. So I like, if you take my class, like I want to hear what sucked. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care what was good. Like, tell me what sucked. Like, tell me what I could have worded better. Tell me what didn't make sense. So when I'm not teaching, I'm usually doing that and I'm giving feedback to instructors and I'm training new instructors. And then I usually get home around eight and then I go to bed while I'm on my phone, probably (laughs) answering emails. Mm -hmm. And then I go to bed at like nine and then get up and do it again. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's not glamorous, but it's awesome because every day, like we're doing something different. We're tackling a new problem. We're Mm -hmm. connecting with a new brand and we're still so new that it's like so exciting when somebody responds to us, we're like, yes, Mm -hmm. like this is the best day. I was like, it's not like that email. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it's so exciting. Yeah. It's like (laughs) the best. So Mm -hmm. it's cool. It's definitely a grind. Like Mm -hmm. people in the fitness industry, not even just owners, but people like instructors and trainers, like they know it's, Mm -hmm. there's long days. Your Mm -hmm. hours are pretty tough. Um, I think, they don't get a bad rep, but it's like, oh, you're an instructor. Right. Yeah, but you don't think about, like, the playlists and the workouts mm-hmm. and the energy that, like, goes into, it's like, giving lot. yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I have, like, so much respect for instructors now that I, so much more than I did before. I just mm-hmm. thought, I, like, looked up to them. I'm like, oh, their life is awesome. Right. Yeah. Like, I want to do that one day. And it is a grind, but it is so rewarding. When you yeah. get that, like, message, it's like all right, this is why I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it worth it. That's so cool. Well, I can't believe that 45 minutes has passed already. It's insane. Like that our conversation crazy. went by so fast. I'm like so emailing quick. you. So let's yeah. get coffee. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that is so quick. So when are we planning our event? Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for, I mean, taking time out of your busy day. It's, what time is it? 7.30. So, like, yeah. I feel like we're, like, pretty much on schedule for you to go to bed <laughs> yeah. by 9.30. This is so. bedtime. I'll just, I'll just sleep right here. Yeah. The couch um, is very comfortable. Where can our listeners find yeah. Sweatfix, you, all the good stuff? Yeah, so you can find Sweatfix. So we have three locations, one in Wakefield, Arlington, and now Southie inside the Golds. You don't need a Gold Gym membership. Everyone always asks that. Um, and then we're on all social media at sweatfix.com also. So Sweatfix has two X's. And then you can find me on social media at Elise Kyra Fitness. So it's kind of spelled weird. It's E-L-I-S-E and then Kyra, like Cairo, Egypt, but with an A. Everyone like struggles with that last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a tough one. I it wasn't sure. So I'm glad you tell Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and weird. what's coming up for sweat fix? Is there anything we need to be looking out for? Yeah. So we have a ton of fun events coming up. A lot of fundraiser type events. Um, so we have one with Namaste Sober, which is going to be oh, in amazing. Southie. 
on January. I should have January twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're starting their sober February. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna kick Ooh. it off by doing a workout, a yoga, and meditation. So that'll be at Suffolk oh, Southie. That sounds amazing. Um, and it's donation based, so it's free. But they just ask to donate, and then all the money will go to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that, and then we always have new challenges and things in the works. Um, I can't say too much right now, mm-hmm. but there's always something coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you follow us on social media, we post like everything on Sweatfix. Mm-hmm. Um, on Instagram, we're big on Instagram. Um, so yes, definitely stay tuned. And if you haven't come try a class, definitely try it. It's not mm-hmm. as scary. You won't die. Yeah, you really mm-hmm. won't die. You will make it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, well, thank you again. This was awesome. And as always, our listeners, you can find us at Detox Until Podcast on Instagram at dot com <laughs> the facebook the group <laughs> yeah join our facebook yeah. group so guys we have a confession to make. <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> they can have a coughing fit because we're terrible at facebook we're terrible but now the kink should be fixed mm-hmm. and we can accept you into the group yeah so we're so sorry so sorry we, <laughs> we have... thought that it was truly super exclusive yeah we really we're like why aren't why isn't anyone joining like what is the deal and we finally figured out how to accept people and we had a very long list so sorry for you <laughs> sorry for the wait <laughs> but we've had some really good conversations recently yeah. it's been so fun so join the super exclusive Facebook group not so exclusive Um, and yeah we love you and we'll talk to you next week bye bye